Chapter Eight of The Trespasser. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Geeson. The Trespasser by D. H. Lawrence. Chapter Eight. The way home lay across country through deep little lanes where the late foxgloves sat seriously like sad hounds over open downlands rough with gorse and ling and through pocketed hollows of bracken and trees they came to a small roman catholic church in the fields there the carved christ looked down on the dead whose sleeping forms made mounds under the coverlet helena's heart was swelling with emotion all the yearning and pathos of christianity filled her again the path skirted the churchyard wall so that she had on the one hand the sleeping dead and on the other siegmund strong and vigorous but walking in the old dejected fashion she felt a rare tenderness and admiration for him it was unusual for her to be so humble-minded but this evening she felt she must minister to him and be submissive she made him stop to look at the graves suddenly as they stood she kissed him clasped him fervently roused him till his passion burned away his heaviness and he seemed tipped with life his face glowing as if he would soon burst a light then she was satisfied and could laugh as they went through the fir copse listening to the birds like a family assembled and chattering at home in the evening listening to the light swish of the wind she let siegmund predominate he set the swing of their motion she rested on him like a bird on a swaying bough they argued concerning the way siegmund as usual submitted to her they went quite wrong as they retraced their steps stealthily through a poultry farm whose fowls were standing in forlorn groups once more dismayed by evening helena's pride battled with her new subjugation to siegmund she walked head down saying nothing he also was silent but his heart was strong in him somewhere in the distance a band was playing the watch on the rhine as they passed the beaches and were near home helena said to try him and to strike a last blow for her pride i wonder what next monday will bring us quick curtain he answered joyously he was looking down and smiling at her with such careless happiness that she loved him he was wonderful to her she loved him was jealous of every particle of him that evaded her she wanted to sacrifice to him make herself a burning altar to him and she wanted to possess him the hours that would be purely their own came too slowly for her 
that night she met his passion with love it was not his passion she wanted actually but she desired that he should want her madly and that he should have all everything it was a wonderful night to him it restored in him the full will to live but she felt it destroyed her her soul seemed blasted at seven o'clock in the morning helena lay in the deliciously cool water while small waves ran up the beach full and clear and foamless continuing perfectly in their flicker the rhythm of the night's passion nothing she felt had ever been so delightful as this cool water running over her she lay and looked out on the shining sea all things it seemed were made of sunshine more or less soiled the cliffs rose out of the shining waves like clouds of strong fine texture and rocks along the shore were the dapplings of a bright dawn the coarseness was fused out of the world so that sunlight showed in the veins of the morning cliffs and the rocks yea everything ran with sunshine as we are full of blood and plants are tissued from green gold glistening sap substance and solidity were shadows that the morning cast round itself to make itself tangible as she herself was a shadow cast by that fragment of sunshine her soul over its inefficiency she remembered to have seen the bats flying low over a burnished pool at sunset and the web of their wings had burned in scarlet flickers as they stretched across the light winged momentarily on bits of tissued flame threaded with blood the bats had flickered a secret to her now the cliffs were like wings uplifted and the morning was coming dimly through them she felt the wings of all the world upraised against the morning in a flashing multitudinous flight the world itself was flying sunlight poured on the large round world till she fancied it a heavy bee humming on its iridescent atmosphere across a vast air of sunshine she lay and rode the fine journey sunlight liquid in the water made the waves heavy golden and rich with a velvety coolness like cowslips her feet fluttered in the shadowy underwater her breast came out bright as the breast of a white bird where was siegmund she wondered he also was somewhere among the sea and the sunshine white and playing like a bird shining like a vivid restless speck of sunlight she struck the water smiling feeling along with him they too were the owners of this morning 
as a pair of wild large birds inhabiting an empty sea siegmund had found a white cave welling with green water brilliant and full of life as mounting sap the white rock glimmered through the water and soon siegmund shimmered also in the living green of the sea like pale flowers trembling upward the water said siegmund is as full of life as i am and he pressed forward his breast against it he swam very well that morning he had more willful life than the sea so he mastered it laughingly with his arms feeling a delight in his triumph over the waves venturing recklessly in his new pride he swam round the corner of the rock through an archway lofty and spacious into a passage where the water ran like a flood of green light over the skin-white bottom suddenly he emerged in the brilliant daylight of the next tiny scoop of a bay there he arrived like a pioneer for the bay was inaccessible from the land he waded out of the green cold water onto sand that was pure as the shoulders of helena out of the shadow of the archway into the sunlight onto the glistening petal of this blossom of a sea bay he did not know till he felt the sunlight how the sea had drunk with its cold lips deeply of his warmth throwing himself down on the sand that was soft and warm as white fur he lay glistening wet panting swelling with glad pride at having conquered also this small inaccessible sea-cave creeping into it like a white bee into a white virgin blossom that had waited how long for its bee the sand was warm to his breast and his belly and his arms it was like a great body he cleaved to almost he fancied he felt it heaving under him in its breathing then he turned his face to the sun and laughed all the while he hugged the warm body of the sea bay beneath him he spread his hands upon the sand he took it in handfuls and let it run smooth warm delightful through his fingers surely he said to himself it is like helena and he laid his hands again on the warm body of the shore let them wander discovering gathering all the warmth the softness the strange wonder of smooth warm pebbles then shrinking from the deep weight of cold his hand encountered as he burrowed under the surface wrist deep in the end he found the cold mystery of the deep sand also thrilling he pushed in his hands again and deeper enjoying the almost hurt of the dark heavy coldness for the sun and the white flower of the bay were breathing and kissing him dry were holding him in their warm concave like a bee in a flower like himself on the bosom of helena 
and flowing like the warmth of her breath in his hair came the sunshine breathing near and lovingly yet under all was this deep mass of cold that the softness and warmth merely floated upon siegmund lay and clasped the sand and tossed it in handfuls till over him he was all hot and cloyed then he rose and looked at himself and laughed the water was swaying reproachfully against the steep pebbles below murmuring like a child that it was not fair it was not fair he should abandon his playmate siegmund laughed and began to rub himself free of the clogging sand he found himself strangely dry and smooth he tossed more dry sand and more over himself busy and intent like a child playing some absorbing game with itself soon his body was dry and warm and smooth as a chamomile flower he was however greyed and smeared with sand dust siegmund looked at himself with disapproval though his body was full of delight and his hands glad with the touch of himself he wanted himself clean he felt the sand thick in his hair even in his moustache he went painfully over the pebbles till he found himself on the smooth rock bottom then he soused himself and shook his head in the water and washed and splashed and rubbed himself with his hands assiduously he must feel perfectly clean and free fresh as if he had washed away all the years of soilure in the morning sea and sun and sand it was the purification siegmund became again a happy priest of the sun he felt as if all the dirt of misery were soaked out of him as he might soak clean a soiled garment in the sea and bleach it white on the sunny shore so white and sweet and tissue clean he felt full of lightness and grace the garden in front of their house where helena was waiting for him was long and crooked with a sunken flagstone pavement running up to the door by the side of the lawn on either hand the high fence of the garden was heavy with wild clematis and honeysuckle helena sat sideways with a map spread out on her bench under the bushy little laburnum tree tracing the course of their wanderings it was very still there was just a murmur of bees going in and out the brilliant little porches of nasturtium flowers the nasturtium leaf coins stood cool and grey in their delicate shade underneath in the green twilight a few flowers shone their submerged gold and scarlet there was a faint scent of mignonette helena like a white butterfly in the shade her two white arms for antennae stretching firmly to the bench leaned over her map she was busy very busy 
out of sheer happiness she traced word after word and evoked scene after scene as she discovered a name she conjured up the place as she moved to the next mark she imagined the long path lifting and falling happily she was waiting for siegmund yet his hand upon the latch startled her she rose suddenly in agitation siegmund was standing in the sunshine at the gate they greeted each other across the tall roses when siegmund was holding her hand he said softly laughing you have come out of the water very beautiful this morning she laughed she was not beautiful but she felt so at that moment she glanced up at him full of love and gratefulness and you she murmured in a still tone as if it were almost sacrilegiously unnecessary to say it siegmund was glad he rejoiced to be told he was beautiful after a few moments of listening to the bees and breathing the mignonette he said i found a little white bay just like you a virgin bay i had to swim there oh she said very interested in him not in the fact it seemed just like you many things seem like you he said she laughed again in her joyous fashion and the reed-like vibration came into her voice i saw the sun through the cliffs and the sea and you she said he did not understand he looked at her searchingly she was white and still and inscrutable then she looked up at him her earnest eyes that would not flinch gazed straight into him he trembled and things all swept into a blur after she had taken away her eyes he found himself saying you know i felt as if i were the first man to discover things like adam when he opened the first eyes in the world i saw the sunshine in you repeated helena quietly looking at him with her eyes heavy with meaning he laughed again not understanding but feeling she meant love no but you have altered everything he said the note of wonder of joy in his voice touched her almost beyond self-control she caught his hand and pressed it then quickly kissed it he became suddenly grave i feel as if it were right you and me helena so even righteous it is so isn't it and the sea and everything they all seem with us do you think so looking at her he found her eyes full of tears he bent and kissed her and she pressed his head to her bosom he was very glad End of chapter 8 Recording by Martin Giessen In Hazelmere, Surrey